Another epic weekend of Premier League football is now behind us. And here at the Lost in Possession podcast, we don't mess about. We are already looking ahead to the next game week. And all eyes now turn to the Manchester derby this Sunday. Manchester United versus Man City. Today, we give you the preview, the predictions, maybe a couple of spoilers. Let's roll that intro. Hello and welcome to the Lost in Possession podcast. If you are here for the first time and you like football, please do us a favour and hit that subscribe button. It helps us to help you to provide better content week in, week out. Cool, so let's kick things off. Jamie, we will of course come to you first, a Man City fan. Now, usually you'd be confident and you're pretty much always confident these days that Man City are going to beat Man United. However, looking at your recent record, it's not looking too good only two wins in Man City's last five games. Are you as confident as you typically would be? Well, yes and no. So if you look at the three games that we didn't win, Rodri didn't play in any of them. And the ones that Rodri played in, we've won. And if you go back further than that, all the games that Rodri's played, we've won, I think. So he's quite a good omen to have. And he's... Well, barring an injury, touch wood and all that, he's going to be playing at Old Trafford. Um, however, saying that, our record at Old Trafford recently hasn't been that great. We lost last time to, you know, the most stupid VAR offside decision going. But, and we've lost, we've lost before. Yeah, so we haven't actually got a great record at Old Trafford in recent times, despite us being the better team. Um, however, I still should be expecting us to beat United. If you look at how they're playing, they're scraping wins versus Sheffield United, for instance. They're losing to Galatasaray at home. So they're not in the best form. <laughs> and you say we've lost three out of five. I think they're roughly around the same anyway as well. <laughs> so both of us are technically not in form and we're completely off form to what people expect of us because people expect us to win every single game. Um, I think it's going to be quite important not to sort of... It's, it's one of them games where you can't just go all out attack, but I don't want us to be as, as passive as we were against Arsenal because... United aren't as good as Arsenal. They don't, I know we're away from home, but there's a limit to who you should be passive more against. In my opinion, it should be Arsenal away, Liverpool away. They're the more passive games. But when you've got a team that's quite a lot of injuries in defence, Varane, Martinez, uh, Wan-Bissaka, you've got to be attacking this game um, full out, really. Yeah, well, in terms of the form for both clubs, obviously the the old saying is, you know, form goes out the window for a derby game. Reese, do you think that'll be the case, or do you think the form is is definitely relevant in this this game? Um, I don't believe in that theory. Form goes out the window in a derby game. I do think that's a lot of our rubbish. Um, I think generally the team that is playing better tends to actually get the result, or if they're away from home, a draw. Um, if they're playing at a similar current form then it tends to be a draw City have won four of the last five 
against United, and that includes that um, FA Cup success. And I think I think you said Rodri's back, you know, um, with him back, and United still missing Wambasaka, Shaw, Malassia, Martinez. They're there for the taking for City in order to get themselves back up and running, but that doesn't mean United are short of quality themselves. I think they've got quite a bit of flair with Fernandez. Um, they got Dallow who scored a screamer at the weekend. He can pull up another one of them. It might take one of them at all, um, especially if Haaland's off form as well. There's going to be a lot there for United to perhaps maybe with this weakened defence might be quite relieved that he's still off form or it goes the other way. Haaland might want to see this weakness and smell blood. It's it's a hard game to call, I think, this weekend because both teams have to get a result um, early on in this season to avoid another disappointing defeat. But yeah, it's definitely. I think it's definitely there for the taking for both of them. Yeah, I think I do want to say about Haaland's yeah. out of form. By the way, he's got ten goals and ten goal and assist contributions in nine games. But you know. He's... That's out of form for him. I was yeah, I was about to ask is, that yeah. question because it yeah, weirdly I I kind of agree, but then I'm like, hold on, he just scored at the weekend. Like that that's all, already the level we put him on, where him getting a goal isn't isn't almost weirdly not good enough, which which is kind of crazy. But that that was good. That was what I was going to bring up. Haaland, and again we we talk about xG, so let's talk about xG. His xG recently has been lower than his average Let, let's say that is that a concern jamie or you you know you just he'll turn up when he turns up do you know what i mean um, well the xg that i saw was in the last three premier league games he had something like 0 0.32 out of three games which clearly isn't good enough but it's more if you look at them sort of individually wolves we were crap and to be honest they played they play very well defensively. Craig Dawson had an absolute brilliant game. Um, and then at Arsenal, like I said just before, we were very passive in that game and we gave him nothing. We gave him nothing to contribute. So it wasn't like he had half a chance or anything like that. We gave him nothing, to, no, no chances. And then against Brighton, he picked up the ball from a misplaced pass and scored from outside the box. Now, I think a lot of people don't realise he can actually do that too because all, all he does is score tap-ins. I think he had 50 tap-ins last year and one outside the box all season. He's got that one now. Um, I'm not concerned about Haaland. It's more, can we get him in to be a one-on-one -on -one opportunity? Can we get him in when he's, you know, one-on-one -on -one with a defender for a header in front of goal? It's creating the chances for him, not... and. What Haaland's there for is to put that ball in the net from the chances we create. So that's where I'm not concerned about what Haaland's doing. It's more, we don't have De Bruyne. So someone's got to come up with that many chances and that's not easy in football. I think De Bruyne has probably got at least sort of like top three, top five chances created in the league for the last like five years in, in each individual year. So it is a miss. But that's where other players have got to step up, create and create the chances. So no, Haaland's not a concern for me. And I, I, he should be looking forward to playing against an Evans Maguire back too, if that's, I think that's who started against Sheffield United. So that's what he should be thinking. 
I fancy my chances here. Yeah, I think I think the, the hard sorry the, the the De Bruyne point is valid. I think by default, if De Bruyne isn't in that team, his xG every game is going to be lower because no one can can team up better than than De Bruyne. Um, and to be honest, I I agree. I I think despite you know we're, we're saying Haaland's not in the best form, but again, he's he's just scored at the weekend. You know what he's like. He'll be bang up for this derby to prove a point. He'll want to beat United more than anyone on that pitch. And to be honest, I yeah, I don't really think it's a concern. Like, you know, he's that guy who he'll be there when it matters. And he is going to, as you said, completely agree. He's going to relish that weak, that that out of form United defence. And again, for context, I, I think Jamie's touched on it already. But you know, Sheffield United, New, Newcastle. I know it does, football doesn't work this way, but Newcastle put eight passes Sheffield United side in their own place. And Man United are struggling to get over the line. So, for, you know, you can talk about City's form all you want, two out of five, all comps, but I, I think City are going to win this game, if I'm being honest, despite United might be up for it, despite the crowd, despite everything. I think unless you concede like an early, early goal where it really gets everyone, you know, gritting their teeth and the whole crowd absolutely buzzing, maybe then there's a chance for United, but the current sour atmosphere around the club, I just don't see it. United against us normally turns into a counter-attacking game for United. They'll sit back, let us have the ball, and then counter-attack with Rashford on the left or even up front. And then whoever's going to be on the right, it might be Anthony. That's kind of how they do it. And then they, it's that's how it's gone previous years. I don't expect much different from United this year. Like, why would you when you? It's hard. It's hard to outplay City having all the ball. Like, there's very few teams that can have like winning a possession game against City. So they're they're more suited to the counter attack. So I don't see that. So it's where I think City would dominate the ball, but the counter attack is on for Rashford. But I think with your point of saying the goals, they struggle to score. I mentioned this if you watch if you're loyal viewer in my early FPL videos I said United don't score that many goals and this season they've got what 11 goals scored and that's sort of you know lower than Brentford who are 14th it's the same as Wolves who are not known as a scoring team kind of thing Chelsea have got more and we've been saying Chelsea can't score it's so that's where they they are they have been lacking a bit in goals, but a lot of teams will sit back against them, going, "We get a point against United, it's not too bad," or try and hit them. So it's a bit of a different game compared to a lot of the games they play, and it might suit United to try and hit us on the counter attack. Yeah, we've seen that work this season. I think that's the main point. When I, when I say work, I mean score. I mean you know, I think we saw it at West Ham. Um, basically scoring with one shot. We saw it against Wolves, not even a shot. And um, I forget the Champions League team as well. I think it was... Uh, was Belgrade. Belgrade, yeah, yeah. Um, so it can happen. But again, to, to to kind of echo your point, there's no one really in form for United in the attacking sense. And it's all well but and good having a counter. Uh, but... you, know, you sort of said Haaland should be well up for it. He wants to score against United kind of thing. Rashford also has that. Yeah. Being... Being from Manchester, he wants to score in two of the games, it's City and Liverpool. 
that yeah that's sort of what you do so he'll try and go up again and he's also i think frustrated at united for not hitting the form that people saw what last january where he was he was scoring every game so i think you've got that i i do slightly disagree with reese where he says it's a derby game it doesn't normally it, like anything can happen in my opinion because i've seen it when we were we were absolutely crap they come to they came to main road and we beat them three one now united would go on and win the league and it wouldn't really matter in terms of that but they should have turned up and plastered us all over the wall kind of thing and now people are expecting that of us so i do feel like it happened it like these games are like one-offs so it's like a bit like a final but i don't think it'd be as cagey as sort of what the fa cup game was at the end of the season yeah and, and tactically speaking um obviously we've we've mentioned the importance of rodri stats and the results would argue that rodri is is fundamental to city reese how how tactically do you think united could deal with rodri is there anything they can do um i suppose there's things they can do i think pressing rodri while he's on the ball maybe but i don't think rodri's the player they need to focus their attention on i think they need to make sure they stop the attacking side of city a little bit more you know harland is obviously one of those um You've got see Grealish, Foden, you know whoever they might want to play in this game. They're going to be the main threat. Rodri's the type of player I think he's critical, but he's the player who's capable of scoring a goal to take a one 0 win. That's where he needs to be stopped. So that's where Nana's going to have to be on hand to make sure he, you know, if he's going to rocket a shot, he's there to save it, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But I don't think there's anything tactically to deal with Rodri. I think it's making sure that they cut the supply line. For him passing around so if he's going to start passing the ball around make sure that they're closing those channels down and making sure that he's not getting a flow of his passes like different game but like we saw Chelsea Arsenal the weekend how Arsenal couldn't get a flow of passes together because they were being closed down so I think that's that's probably the approach to take but I think they've got more to worry up front than they do than they do Rodri at this moment in time yeah and we saw we, we know Sorry, jump in there. Because Casemiro didn't play against Sheffield United, didn't start and didn't come on. I don't think he was even on the bench. So could that could be a bit of a blow for them in the sort of their CDM position, if you go with the opposite to Rodri here, is like, I don't know who, who would fill in because it looked like against Sheffield United, you had McTominay and Amber, Amrabat. Is that, I don't know, like, would you say it's a bit of a downgrade on Casemiro, but I don't know if he's even been hitting the form this year either. Oh. Well, the argument to that is, you know, they won the game at the weekend. Um, Tonome, who's turned into Pele at this moment in time. Um, they won that. They won the game against Brentford, for example, whether Casemiro played in that or not. Um, but they've shown that he's not necessarily essential, right? So they've got a quality to compensate for that. Yes, Casemiro is a better player than Amrabat. He is a better player than McTominay, but I think they can change dynamics if without him in the team. So I don't think it's a huge loss for them. But he's likely to play at the weekend. He's suspended for Copenhagen. Okay. 
I think midweek games as well, obviously, I know we can't really touch on those too much, but that might cause some issues or maybe rotation as well. Well, with United, they they have to win because they've now played two, lost two in the Champions League. Because if they lose to Copenhagen, they're oh, well, basically yeah. out. Yeah, they're in, yeah, you're right. They're in absolute dire straits. If they, if they lost to Copenhagen, this would be unbelievable. Yeah, they'd be literally be yeah. There'd be three. There'd be four points off every other team as a minimum. Yeah, and this is where this game on Tuesday probably holds quite an important weight in regards to Sunday because if they lose, they're going to be so down in the dumps and negative. They're either going to get a reaction, or it's going to get worse. If they win on Tuesday, hope for the latter. (laughs) But if they win, what a bad week it could be for United. If they win, it could give them that belief. They're not winning in style the last couple of games because they're not supposed to, let's be honest. When you're down in the dumps, there's no point trying to tick a tacky away to a 3-0 win. You've got to grind them out. They ground it out against Brentford. They've got two late goals. They've got a goal against Sheffield United. Everyone's like, oh, you know, Newcastle put eight past them. Doesn't matter. Different game, different week. they still got the result. They're more than capable of grinding the result out against City. United will be more than capable of taking a 1-0 and running away with that. They're capable. Not saying they can, but they're capable. If City score first, it's, it's going to be the reaction from United that we're going to want to see. Do they have it in them? He already got a result. Ten Hag got a result at home last season. Again, he's capable of doing it. But as we've seen in between these two sides, clean sheets in this game are a rarity. So it is a very open game. And also, yeah, it's been one one clean sheet in the last five games. <laughs> that was City at United, though, so it could could happen. But yeah, just being both teams to score seems to be quite a good banker <laughs> for the weekend. It's come at a strange time. There is pressure on both teams in this game. You know, a loss for either side can they afford another loss at this stage? Obviously, it's still too early to tell, but it's not a great look. Whereas a result could springboard you in the right direction. This is where I think both... So I think this is going to be a real tactical battle. I mean, we say there hasn't been a clean sheet, but I'm not going to be shocked if it's a nil-nil. I don't think... I haven't had one in a while, but yeah, like, I think the last one was probably probably when Mourinho was in charge. So that explains a bit of it. Well, let's make the bullish case. Let's make the bullish case for Man United. I don't want to. We want to give them a bit of a chance here. So, like the Champions League point, obviously they're at home to Copenhagen, must win match. They're playing on the Tuesday. City are playing on the Wednesday away. Yep. Although Switzerland's not particularly, you know, Russia. You know, it, it's, it's, it's not playing Shakhtar, Donetsk. Yeah, yeah. but it's like still that. an away day, and it's still a day extra, two days off training. Let's say. And plus, we talk, you know, City have only won two in the last five. United technically have won three out of the last five. Better form, you could argue. I mean, that's, that's definitely clutching. But um, there is maybe a chance. I don't know. I'm, 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 being, I'm being optimistic for United fans here. But I do think sometimes those little factors can make the, you know, the, the 5% difference in a game like that. Um, I guess let's, let's make score predictions in... in in our true sort of preview fashion, we've all got to make a score prediction for the game. Um, Reese, we'll come to you first. 
One all. One all. Yeah, one all. If I want to be ambitious, say the scorers, I'll go. Alvarez. Um, he's he's. I mean, he's opened the scoring on four occasions already this season. If I'm gonna go for United, God, it's not a great pool to choose from. Um, Fernandez. You're making it tough for us now because we we got to somehow predict the score and predict the scorers now. So Jamie, you got to do the same. Yeah, sure. Why not? Um, I'm thinking something like a three-one. I'll go with for them Rashford. It'll be like a just a standard counter-attack um, goal. I'm hoping it's not going to be you know as controversial as last year. Um, then. For City, let's go with Harlan, Foden, Alvarez. Three different scorers. And I'll be very happy. (laughs) I'm gonna go I'm gonna go full savage. I I think City are gonna walk up walk, you know, I think City are gonna make a statement. Um I I think they're gonna win three nil. And I think this is gonna be a very, very tough week for Man United. Um and to our point, I, I think Harland is gonna show up. Um, I think Haaland will get two, Foden will get one, three nil, and uh, Man United fans will not be not be happy with that at all. So uh, all the yellow and green scarves will be out. They, Neville will be saying Glazers out. <laughs> That's what I want to see. I want to see tears. Would be quite nice. <laughs> we will see. We will see. But as always, that wraps us up for another pod uh, for another podcast. As always, let us know your thoughts in the comments. United fans, City fans, send us your score predictions. But as always, like, comment and subscribe. You know the drill.